Hey, Rod. Albert. How are you, buddy? I'm a 10 out of 10 every single day. I'm always a 10. I just, every day I'm so thankful to be alive. 10 out of 100. Especially on Sundays. Mm. We've done it again, people. <laughs> yeah. We're recording on a Sunday. Can't get our acts together. I'm blaming me again. Yeah. Fuck, I'm, it's me. I'll blame you. Thanks. Uh, Can always count on you to blame me. So uh, here we are at Don't Be an Idiom, a podcast that explores the origin stories of idioms. Do you know what an idiom is? Oh, man. I know we looked it up at the beginning of all this. We did. I forget again. Do you <laughs> well, know? We like, kind of know what it is. It's like I think one if, of those things where you know, but you don't know how to say it the right way. If people are, if people are listening to this podcast at episode number nine, they've, they've probably got the, the gist. Define irony. Do, I'm not going to do that. Do you, remember, do, you, do you ever see, um, oh, what was it? Reality Bites? Yeah. With Winona Ryder. That was like, she goes in for the interview and he goes, define irony. <laughs> and she's like, well, you know, it's like whatever. And then she goes back to, who's the, the cool guy in that movie? Uh, it's you not know. Ben Stiller. It's not Ben Stiller. No. What's his name? The cool. He's always the coolest guy in oh, all the stuff. So cool. And he's like the epitome of the cool here. Yeah. People are screaming. People we, are screaming. More, it's, you know. Right, he's that one. He's very Yeah, give me handsome. one other. He's very handsome. Give me one other movie he's from. Robert Downey Jr. No, 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 no. Gilbert Godfrey. No. Yeah, <laughs> I wish. Fuck. Andy Richter. You, they're all, you're going to kill me when I remember it. I, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Well, I can't remember. Anyway, he's really smart and cool and good looking and all that mm. stuff. And she goes, he asked me to define irony. And he's like, oh, it's when the. You mean, it's like when you the actual thing, meaning you mean is another. The, is the complete opposite of what it means. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, well, I was on the spot. <laughs> our friend, uh, our friend Jim, our dear friend Jim sent us a clip from the TV show Archer, which we love because we love we H. Do. John Benjamin, yes. who is from Home Movies and we love Home Movies. Actually, I challenge our listeners to go back through all nine episodes and find Home Movies Easter eggs. Is that yes. what these are called? And there's like little hidden things. Yeah, the little hidden, the little gems. They're, they would be subconscious Easter eggs. But when I listen back, I hear home movies references and I hear things spoken in a home movies way, which is a uh, an right. old uh, Adult Swim cartoon. Right. Yeah. So that's, yeah, it feels like that really is a lot of just how we talk now. And we don't even realize we're copying and it's not the same as copying. It's like, you no, it's not can't copying. sue us. We're just influenced so heavily by home movies. Yeah. But we had our own way of speaking before that. Anyway, our friend Jim sent us a clip from the TV show Archer, and apparently there's a whole episode where they they talk about idioms, and they use idioms and stuff. So seek that out. It was really it was really funny. Oh, and crap. David, David Cross, did you watch that clip yet that he sent us? I saw the clip was there. Oh, you got to watch it. I forgot it. to hit play. It's really funny. And David Cross is the voice of one of the guys. That is good. Jim, I'm sorry, but by the next time I see you, I'll definitely listen to it, buddy. Yeah, and then we can edit out the sorry, because by the time you see him, you'll have listened to it. Leaving the sorry. Oh. Yeah, not like we edited anything out. We're leaving it <laughs> any in. Any of these anyway. Well, unless I go on too long. Unless of Albert talks for too long. About blind eye. <laughs> right. So Speaking um, of Jim, yeah. I saw a great Hellboy costume yesterday at the Spring Fair. Oh, I love um, Hellboy. On South Street. Really good. And I went up to the guy. I was like, hey, buddy. I was like, that is amazing. And he had the big red hand of justice or whatever it's yeah. called. And I said, did you make, did you make that costume? And he was like... Of course. Like, it was just so... Of course, I'm a huge nerd. Of course I made my own costume. He, I was like, yes, of course you did. Awesome, man. Mm. 
Good job, boy. Yeah, he was great. And uh, what you went, we all, we both went to concerts this weekend. Yeah, we had a concert-filled musical weekend. Mm, love music. Which right, show, you, you, saw, you went to a show on Friday, right? Yeah. I saw Cayetana at the First Unitarian Church on Friday night for their record release. And it was awesome because for any of you who don't know out there, I wanted to learn how to play the drums because of Kelly, the drummer, because she looks like the happiest person I've ever seen play the drums. You know, people tell me I look very happy all the time. <laughs> I get that same comment a lot. Yes, yes, you are. You're, you're contain your happiness. Yeah, Ryan. it's too. Yeah, because it just things it's hard to be, be around. That great, right? Like we all just feel worse. Here <laughs> goes happy go lucky rye. Can't stop the positivity Sk- with me skipping around. <laughs> Anyway, I got, right, to, yeah, so I got to, it was so great because the show was great. They had a record release. And then at the end, I was drunk enough to be able to go up to Kelly and say, hey, by the way, I like to play drums because you like to play drums. And she didn't run away. And she was really graceful about the whole thing. And she, and, and that's it. I don't want to. Nice. Yeah, Let's was, get her on was, the show. It was fantastic. Yes. I, I hesitated because I was like, this is going well. <laughs> I wanted to be like, you should come on our podcast because we're from Philly. You're from Philly. Wouldn't it be great? Yeah. And I was just like, no, no, no more. But so if anybody out there knows her, maybe just tell her I said that. And then maybe she'll be like, cool. Yeah. She'll reach out to us. She'll reach out to us. As so many famous people already have in the past. Yes. John, John Hamm. John Hamm. Gilbert uh, Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. Danny DeVito. Uh, Bruce Springsteen. Claire Danes. Claire Danes. Um, So many people. Statue of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty. From Ghostbusters. Because <laughs> how else would it, you know, interact with us? Yeah. Oh, it's Ghostbusters too. Ghostbusters <laughs> too. Of course. How could I forget? Uh, yeah. We can't stop these emails from coming in. No. It's all I can see. Emails, emails, emails. You Email have like dreams. the, uh, the uh, slot machine rolling eyes of just email yeah. icons. Ding, 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 ding. You've okay. got mail. You've got you've got mail. So many that <laughs> yeah. just keeps skipping on. Um, cool. I went to see Ryan Adams last night, who is one of my favorite songwriters, and I've seen s- so many times. Um, I just had the worst time ever at the concert. But why, Ryan? Was it something that Ryan Adams did? Oh, no. It was that every human being... On planet Earth is so lame and horrible. It was a sitting down show at Tower Theater, and Ugh. everyone sat the whole time. And it is, I just can't. Oh, I can't. I can't. That's why I, I can't, can't go to the I tower. Can't, I can't go anywhere. Nowhere with seats. I don't want to sit. Right. That's the problem with parties. If there's right. food if or seating, one chair, it's a problem. That yeah. All chairs must die. All chairs must die. All standing shots immediately. <laughs> standing. Yeah. That's Walking, our rule. Yeah. Immediate shots, no sitting, no eating, mm-hmm. except for maybe a mixed nut. I guess you can't have one mixed nut because that's not. Well, that's just. I guess that's it's just, just not. A nut. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, all right. Well, we're going to get things started here. We've got a couple of uh, idiom histories to enlighten each other with. Oh, before you do that, oh, you ask else? me about my sweatshirt. Oh, Albert got a birthday gift from his brother Mario. What's up with your sweatshirt, buddy? Well, I can't read it from here. Can you tell everyone oh, what yeah, it, it says? says? It says, eat, sleep, Horatio Nelson and his victory, nothing else, else matters. matters. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that makes 
all no, the sense. sense. The, my sister will send me uh, t-shirts from Japan sometimes that are translated into English and they make no sense at Maybe all. Maybe that's what this that, was. That feels like that, but it is very cool that there's a Horatio Nelson uh, yeah. sweatshirt. Yeah. He wasn't sure it was going to get here because he said it was a shady website. Yeah. It and got he here. Also said that he hopes it fits because he's not so clear about the return policy. <laughs> no return policy. No. Well, we can always give it to a, a needy man. Yeah. Like a, a baby. It looks good on you. A homeless baby. A home. Oh. Ooh, uh, a, a baby Just, that yeah. has a great home. Yeah, a great home. A great baby. homed baby. Great homed baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're ready to kick this sucker All off. Right, now we can roll. All right. Thanks, Mayor. Yeah. Thank you, Mario. Not the rest of you, family. <laughs> um, what about me? Want to thank me? Ryan had some great presents, too. Thank you. Road trip books. Road trip books. books. Shelly did too. Road Tim, trip books. What was it? Oh, it was Rick and Morty. Rick and stuff. Morty. I was gonna say Tim and Morty. All right. Did you okay. know that there's a giant Rick and Morty truck driving across America selling merch? It's like a giant. I think I, I sent it to you. I like Where a link is he? to it. He, he's he just left or LA. She? <laughs> well, it's Rick. Oh, he's Rick. It's a giant Rick statue on the wow. back of a truck. Just Whoa. going across America. Oh my God, he's coming this way? Coming east. Let's get him. We gotta keep them eyes open. All right, let's get him. We've talked about a lot of TV shows. We should, we should move on. American Gods, we haven't watched it yet. Can't wait. <laughs> Speaking of talking Speaking about, of about too many TV, TV shows. shows. All right, all right. Look, let's do this thing. Let's do it. All right, all how, right. how are we deciding who goes first today? Oh, right. Okay, so what I have here is for all of you who grew up in the 80s and 90s, I have a box of the baseball awesome all-stars stickers. Now, nowhere on the box does it tell you that these are all monster baseball stars. I mean, there's pictures of them, but it doesn't say anything in the name. Anyway, so I grabbed a, I grabbed a stack of them here. I loved those. Okay. Um, I love them too. I had them all around my room growing up. Oh, yeah. And then so like when I grew up, I got them, uh, I ordered a whole box on eBay. I was like, I can do whatever I want. I'm a grown up. Before you, before we get into those, yeah. because those are iconic for yeah. me, from, from my childhood. Yeah. Do you also remember uh, the um, Elio's Pizza, the back of the boxes, come they on. were monster Come masks. on, come on, come on. Don't even, don't even finish. Oh if, God, those were so cool. And I cut out <sighs> all of them and I had a folder of them and I have no, I'm sure my dad threw them I, out. Yeah, I had a folder filled with every single monster mask <laughs> on the bo- the back of Anelio's pizza box. I could just see your dad like like cleaning out the basement and him like being like Anelio's monster faces. Fuck this! <laughs> like throwing it out. It's like definitely. Your dad is so awesome. He's just like he does not give a shit unless it's his. Well, and I respect that. Yeah, no, I do too. That is not a diss, Mister P. There's so many cool monster things in the late '80s. How about those garbage bag monsters? Where Come on. you didn't know it was in there and you threw it in the water yeah, and then yeah. the garbage bag would dissolve and there'd be some awesome monster. Yeah. The big God reveal. Damn it, the big reveal. That's it. That those, was the original big reveal. What were those reveal. called? The bu- they were the, the trash bag bunch. Trash bag bunch. All right, all you out there, send them in. Send in the un- unmelted trash bag bunch. Please. We will talk about you. Oh my God. In Boglins. a good way. Boglins. Boglins. Do you know how much they go for on eBay right Too now? Too much. So much. eBay. Hundreds. Get over it. Right. Um, Anyway, yes, I remember the Elio's Pizza Box. M- my grandma, I remember I would stay for weekends over there and I would, you know, I'd have the Elio's Pizza and the Eggo Minis and all that stuff. And that box, man. That box. Mm. Boxes today. I like that box of locks. 
Elio's boxes today don't cut it for me. Anyway, nope. I, you never know what to expect in the first 10 minutes of our conversation. Yeah. But I didn't know it would go here. All right, let's... Uh, uh, these cards are reminiscent because of the style of... Mon- I feel like it's just kind of a very monstery time back then in the 80s. It's very monstery. Yeah. The Monster Squad. Come on. <laughs> All right. All right. So I'm, uh, is it whoever gets the coolest one? Well, what I was actually thinking of is oh. my favorite card in here. I should know his name, but I don't. Yeah. He has enormous teeth. He has teeth that are so long. Oh, I that remember they, that. Yeah. I remember they it. cover the whole base and you can't touch the base. You it's just great. crash into his giant teeth. It's great. I was always obsessed with that image. So here's what I say. If you get him, automatic mm-hmm. win. You mm-hmm. go first. And if not, whichever monster of ours has the biggest teeth should go first. The biggest teeth? Yeah. Okay. Right. Because he's the big teeth guy. Yeah. Uh, no, you want to do something different? No, no, sure. Let's do that. All right. So I'm going to... I mean, typically we do the cool honor code, but... We'll do the teeth code today. But cool. Cool teeth. I mean, we could go by coolest. No, no, we'll go with teeth. Let's Biggest go with teeth. teeth wins. All right, All right. So you go first. Ugh. Oh my God, I can't reach. Don't peek. All right. Oh, you got a puzzle back card. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. I'm going to grab mine. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. These guys are. Actually, we should take. Oh a, my God. We should take a picture of these and, uh, yeah. and probably <laughs> post that. All right. Are you the, ready? On the count of three. One, two, two three. three. I got I've, Sean the sissy. And I've got a ball brain Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Sean the sissy looks so scared. Sean but, the sissy. But huge. I know. Actually, can like, you even use the word sissy anymore? Oh, I don't know. Everything's so PC. All right. Well, who's got bigger teeth? Um, Mine's a big, hairy guy with decent sized teeth wearing a pink dress mm-hmm. who looks terrified. Um, yeah, let me see I can't actually can't tell whose teeth oh. are bigger. Yours are more. Mine are more square. Yours yeah, are, they like are more sharp. I mean, he's got some sharp ones. Wow, that's a tough call. Should we just repick? We could. That's kind of unprecedented. Oh, Sean the sissy's wearing a dress. Yeah, that's funny. I just said that. I'm oh, sorry. I don't listen to anything. All right, let's go with. Do you want to go first or second? I don't really care. I don't really care either. Oh man, this didn't work. All right. Well, let's do it again. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I can't break a rule. An unprecedented second draw. It. It's never happened yeah, before. Yeah, we've never had a draw. All right, here we go. Biggest teeth. All right. Ugh. Oh my god. And I'm gonna go real fast here. I'm not gonna look. I got Stuart the Steeler. And I've got good old Lightning Larry. Oh, Bryce Stewart the Steeler is really funny. <laughs> He's stealing first or second base right. or whatever. You've got longer teeth. Let's give it to you. Oh, definitely. Yeah, there's some. He's mine's kind of reptilian. Yeah, or snake. God, these but guys are cool. He's got lightning coming out of his nose. All, All right. right. So, are you still with us? No. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Yeah. So, um, the, the idiom that I have for you is, uh, man, that was a real Joe Miller. A real Joe Miller. Yep. I don't know if I've ever heard that. All right, let me give you just a little bit more context. Okay. I might say to you, wow, that was a real Joe Miller joke. Oh. Yeah. So this this is an old comedian guy? You tell me. All right. I'm. Let's a, start with the modern. What do you think it means? Uh, ooh, jump up. Like a... Like a I don't know, like a pun, like a punchline. I hope there's a punchline. It's a joke. I, I, yeah, I mean, that's part that of the joke. real Joe Miller. Maybe it's a, a joke. It's a, an insult at someone with a pun. An insult at someone with a pun. Yeah. Okay. Like the joke involves insulting someone like, with a pun. Like or or just uh, making a joke 
using their their name like oh here, this is my buddy he's a real palbert oh yeah Dan okay Palbert. all right cool all right uh it's no it's uh, a it's actually a stale overused or familiar joke oh like a cliche joke yes uh and i uh, like there's some synonyms that i liked a groaner that's a real. I thought that was so funny. Like that was a groaner. I like that a lot. And uh, there's this other word that I didn't know how to pronounce, so I made the computer do it for me. Yeah. And it's a hackneed. Hackneed. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not smart. Oh, okay. But uh, I never. Yeah, actually, done so often, it's lost flavor. Yeah. 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 So, um, old hat, perhaps. Whoa. I like groaner. I oh, love oh, God. 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 Joe. <laughs> Joe yeah. Miller. Yeah, I like Groner a lot too. So A real um, Joe Miller. Okay. Yeah. So do you want to take a guess where it comes from? Oh, I'm thinking Joe Miller, uh, you know, maybe nineteen fifties TV guy, American mm-hmm. TV, like mm-hmm. uh, how the chicken cross the road. <laughs> To get to the other side. Oh, Joe. But they loved him anyway. But they loved him. They're like, ah, yeah. oh, those classics. It's a real Joe Miller up there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joe Miller's drunk as a skunk again. Yeah. Ah, three penguins walk into a bar. I don't know the rest of the joke. No, I don't know. But things like that. But those, yeah, those kind yeah. of jokes would be considered a Joe Miller today. Right. A priest, a rabbi. Yep. And a... A horse walks a horse. into the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why the long face? So I guess those are those are Joe Miller's. Maybe yeah. he maybe he's the one that made them hackneyed. Maybe. Maybe. So but, who's Joe Miller? Maybe not. Oh, maybe not. No. All right. So Joe Miller was actually an English actor from the early 1700s. Whoa. Yeah. Older than you think, right? Because I actually went there too. Like Joe Miller Joe sounds Miller like sounds such like a, a 1950s tie-wearing American guy. He's yeah. like coming in on the sitcom. And he's yeah, like, like, yeah, I got hey, tie. honey, give me my meatloaf or I'll give you a taste of the old backhand. <laughs> And then everybody likes that. Because it's very applauding. accepted back then. Oh, Joe Miller. God, Joe. Domestic abuse. Means well. Racist. <laughs> Jeez. Have you ever, uh, what's the show? Um, I know what you mean. With the old guy oh, and he's super racist. Yeah. Yeah. It's not wah, the Honeymooners, wah, wah, is it? Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. Is it the well, Honeymooners? No. Oh, is my it the, God. Is that a movie? All in the Family. It's All in the Family. Okay. That guy's so racist. Mm-hmm. And he's got the hippie son who's always like, Dad, you can't say that. <laughs> yeah. Or he's a son-in-law. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. so Joe Miller, good go, 1700s. Yeah, he's from the 1700s. And he's so, English. Yep. So he uh, was known for his comedic roles in things. Now, here's the thing. I don't know anything about these, but you might know if these, if these Maybe, are. So in The Tempest, he played... Trinkolo. Mm-hmm. Shakespeare. Is that a, is he a funny character? I don't, I don't, I don't know Trinkolo. Here's the one I like the best. In Hamlet, of yeah. course, he was the first grave digger. Oh, that's the one that, that uh, is holding up the, that, the, the skull? The digging up the skull. Well, Hamlet does the to be or not to be oh. uh, soliloquy, but the, the grave digger is like, he has all the comedy lines. Okay. Yeah, because he's talking about mortality and stuff. Right. Oh, interesting that you say that. I need to come back to that. I hope okay. I, I hope I remember that. And then there's Marplot, Marplo in the Busybody. I don't know what that is. Anyway, so the Joe Miller was this actor in London, and he was known for playing these side characters that don't have very big parts, but he was always kind of a comic relief. Okay. And he did, did he ever play the Porter and Macbeth? Oh, big Porter guy. Oh, okay. And so they call him the Porter House. <laughs> did they? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, we can. We can call him whatever we want. We can call him whatever we want. <laughs> called the old skunk all right so he died in 1738 everybody pretty much loved him they thought he was funny one year later this character named john motley who was basically just like a washed up writer Mm -hmm. um he 
came out with this book called Joe Miller's Jests or the Wits Vaud Makem. Vaud Makem. V-A-D-E-M-E-C-U-M. I'm probably saying it wrong. I don't know. And uh, it, it was it was this basically this little carry around joke book. Wow. That's great. Right? Yeah. So the thing is, it had 247 jokes and anecdotes and... Joe Miller was only part of three of them, but his name is. <laughs> so he just is, used his name to he sell used the his books. popularity to sell the books. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So here's the other thing: it was so popular that they actually made reproductions of the book, but not even with like John Motley involved. Other people were just like Joe Miller sells. Let's do this too. So they did a couple different editions. Like Joe Miller's um, cookbook. Well, no, it was just called like, instead of that, it was like Joe Miller's joke book. The new Joe Miller uh, was another one. And by the time that they had made like the, the latest one, there was 1300 jokes and anecdotes in it. Wow. Yeah. So it had grown that much. And it felt like all of them were attributed to Joe Miller. Well, his, na- his name was just slapped his on His name there. was slapped on there Like Webster's sell. Dictionary. Yeah. But only three of them had anything to do with him. Wow. Yeah. But it sold really well. Uh, so... And this guy, John Motley, he sucks so bad at writing that he actually had to be put it out under a pseudonym, which was a Elijah Jenkins Esquire. Nice. Because, you know, he's stealing this other guy's name to make something better, but his name sucks so bad that, like, <laughs> putting it on there would actually make it worse. It does have a nice ring to it, though. Oh, I love that. Esquire, right? Yeah. Uh, so, here, what else did I want to talk about here? Back then, it, the book was made small on purpose, and there was lots of books like that back then. That these like little mini reference books that were made to be carried deep in a coat pocket. It cost it cost one shilling, mm-hmm. which I found out cost about was about twelve cents. Okay, right, and it was so popular back then. And people would go to parties it was because people were socializing a lot. They would go to parties. They would memorize a couple Joe Miller jests, you know. And uh, don't fall. I spell. <laughs> um, and uh, what happened is because it was so popular, people got really used to the jokes. And then over a couple of years, everybody knew all of the jokes. Yeah. So then to use a joke from that book, people would be like, oh, that, that's a real Joe Miller. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And they could also call them. It, was a, it also was a Joe Miller, a Joe Millerism, and then even just shortened to a Millerism. Have you found any contemporary incidences of people using the phrase a real Joe Miller? Uh, yeah, I have I have some stuff. Because I've never heard that. Uh, me neither. Okay, so I have a couple of things, but before I get to that, no, no, we can, let me answer that for you. Contemporary. What is contemporary considered? I don't know. Recently? Last hundred years? Last hundred years? I do. Daffy Duck appeared in an episode of, you know, a cartoon and uh, in an episode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of cartoon. Um, <laughs> right. And he's got one of those, he's got a hat on, like a business hat and he's out on the streets and he's got one of those collapsible tables, like little tray Love tables. Those, yeah. And he's selling hand buzzers, squirting flowers, mm. all these old joke type things. Yeah. And people are walking by and he's, nobody's buying them. And because uh, he's annoying, because he's annoying, he talk he talks so crazy. But then he's like, "All right, how about can I interest you in a Joe Miller joke book?" So he holds up this thing, <laughs> and he like looks so excited, and it's just, it's ridiculous. I, yeah. I I I also the reason I wanted to do this one is because I don't hear people using it, and I think it would just be a great way to make fun of someone now when they do something kind of hacky, like kind of like played out, you know? Yeah, right, right. And then you could use the. 
Hey man, that's real Joe Miller. Yes. And they'll be like, what's that mean? Like, wow, let wow, me tell let you. Let me tell you, I've got this podcast about idioms. Yeah. Me, 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 <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. What I actually wanted to make a mention of about Joe Miller before I give you this other this other reference that I think you're gonna like. Um, I want to take it back. Like we always like take you it know, back. I love yeah. to take it back. So what I was thinking is instead of just making fun of something someone does, like that's played out and you know old hat we could actually be like all right joe miller like we call the guy that messes up we call him joe miller yeah be like yeah you're a real joe miller or like somebody tries to deliver a joke and you could be like must be miller time <laughs> you know so next time one of our friends is around us and they're trying to be funny and they timmy mess up, i'm gonna call yeah, timmy, next time our joe timmy miller. tries to be funny <laughs> Just even before they're finished, the joke, like, yeah. all right, Joe Miller. All right, Joe enough. Miller. Right. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's a really obvious way to use the word, and I'm surprised it kind of didn't go that way. Like, call the joker Joe yeah. Miller. I like that. Right? A lot. Yeah. See, I just felt like this one was really good for us. We could really use this a lot, because everyone we know us. is telling horrible jokes all the time. Except for us. We're Except telling for very us. good jokes. Right. Very uh, well thought out. Yeah. Um, the other... Uh, reference that I have here that I thought was really neat because I would have never caught it before was that in 1843 in Charles Dickens Christmas Carol Christmas Carol Scrooge when he's yelling to that boy down the street goes Joe Miller never made such a joke as sending it to Bob's will be it is the turkey remember when he buys that turkey yeah and he's like go send him a turkey but he references like Joe like Joe Miller never made such a joke he's not joking he's like I am I'm like a good guy now I want to give the turkey Give How about the... Scrooge talking about Joe Miller? I love that. Scrooge and Daffy at it again. Scrooge and Daffy. Did Daffy ever portray Scrooge in any cartoon versions? <gasps> whoa, of... whoa, whoa. Yeah, wait. Okay, so Muppets Christmas Carol, right? Well, Muppets, that's a different thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Daffy Duck's not from the Muppets. I know, but it makes he's me a, think about him a little bit. He's a Looney bit. Tune, right? I know. Wait, is he a Looney Tune? He's a Looney Disney? Tune, yeah. He's a Looney Tune. Wait, Daffy Duck? Were you talking about Donald Duck earlier? No, it's Daffy. Oh, Daffy. Okay. But you're right. Easy to get mixed get up because they're all this. I can't stop thinking about ducks. Can't keep the ducks straight. <laughs> won't keep the ducks straight. I won't. I simply won't. All right. So Scrooge said it. Yeah, Scrooge it, said it. Cool. I thought that was cool. Yeah. So those were the two that I that I thought were kind of neat. And uh, I had just something else that I wanted to talk about. This guy John Motley. Yeah. Uh, who was the one that stole? Not stole. He took the name and put it on the book to sell to sell things. Right. He had frequent bouts of gout. <laughs> okay. But not in his feet, in his hand. Ooh. In his hand. He was a writer. And in his gout writing hands. hand, his gout was so bad that he wouldn't get out of bed for a really long time. Yeah. And the idea was that he actually wrote all these jokes, mostly himself. And it was things that he collected from around when he was too, he was too hurt to get out of bed. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's the gout man. The gout man. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like actually... John Motley's life sucked pretty bad. Well, I mean, if you if you have to steal people's name to sell to yeah. make a buck, then yeah. you suck. Yeah. If you got to steal to make a buck, then you suck. Oh yeah. Hey, all, all right. right. If you got to steal to, yeah, good. All right. Um, I'll remember that later. There was this other cool thing about where Joe Miller used to hang out. Mm -hmm. at this was place. it the name of a pub? Yeah. Oh, cool. Is it cool? It, yeah, it's the Blackjack Tavern I in London. That. Nice. And. uh What's cool about that place is it's where also these guys called the Cato Street Conspirators used to have meetings. Have you ever heard of these guys? No, they sound 
badass, though. Of course, yeah. Fucking so cool. So in... 1820, they had a plan to kill all the British cabinet and the prime minister. Wow. But a police informant set a trap, like totally like got in there and like made them confess or whatever. And then they they arrested a bunch of these guys. And on May 1st, on May Day, right? Yeah. Uh, which we were talked about last week, five were executed and five were sent to Australia for those Australian penal colony, wow. colonies. Remember when that like yeah. started happening? Okay. So here's Australia the thing. Australia is so cool. Australia is cool. Yeah. The the guys, the five that were executed, they were hung. And then after they were hung, like dead for a half hour, they took them down and a, a black hooded figure came out and with a small knife decapitated every one of these guys and then showed the head to the crowd and been like, these guys are traitors. And like everyone was like booing and hissing them and all that stuff. And Joe Miller was under the mask. That would be amazing, especially because, I mean, I guess... Joke's was, on you. He was definitely dead by then. <laughs> right. Definitely dead. That would be awesome. Joe Miller comes back to fucking... He's like, you Miller's took back, my baby. seat at the blackjack, and I'm pissed. I can't take a joke. <laughs> I am the joke. Wait, no, the, you're the joke. Oh. oh, no. That's great. Yeah. Cool, man. I, I definitely have never heard that, but now I feel like we've taken it back. We've given it to the people. I have one last thing. You're going to hear it all over the place now. I have one last thing that sure. you need to know. All right. Old hat that I mentioned before. Yeah. I was just like, let me just check that out real quick. Just right. quick, quick little thing. Because I guess that's an idiom too. It way. is. Yeah. So it just means old fashioned or worn out. But in the 17th century, it was actually referred to as women's private parts. <laughs> yeah, dude. In, in 1967, in the Oxford English Dictionary, yeah. it meant slang, the vulva, or intercourse, or a woman that would that you would have sex with, like just for fun. Uh, okay, right? Like a one night stand. One night stander. Now, in 1785, I have to say this, and then I'm done. In a classic dictionary of the vulgar tongue by George Gross, his name's George Gross, and he wrote that. Um, old hat was a woman's privities because. They are frequently felt. Ah. Come on. Felt. That's a Joe Miller hat, if I've ever heard one. Right? <laughs> I mean, that was fun. I mean, it took me a couple of times reading, but like, what is what's funny about that? But then I thought of hats being made of felt, and I just thought, how about that? How about that, gross? Can't do a whole episode on old hats, so I wanted to sneak her in there. Yeah, you did good. Thanks. That's a quick sneak. Thanks. I kind of like the sneaks. I love the sneaks. I did it a couple episodes with the uh, scapegoat. Love the scapegoat. Love yeah. the sneaks. You know, that's what I love about doing this show. It's mm-hmm. like you start with something just like, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden someone's getting killed. Somebody's bleeding to death. Someone's, someone's calling being, vaginas old hats. Yep. Yep. They're talking about women in a derogatory way. <laughs> right. That right. usually happens when you right. when you go backwards in time right. to any degree. Or forwards yeah. in time. There's a lot. There's a lot that's going to happen. Society. Yes. Society. Good old Society. All right. Is that it? Well, I do have I do have a little fun information about the Australian penal colonies because <laughs> I felt like one penal. Yeah. You know? And this two is a, this is that's a pretty serious deviation from the idiom. Well, don't forget the uh those those crazy conspiracy guys, some of them got sent to that colony. I remember that. Yeah. Let me give you the funnest fact about the the Australian <laughs> penal colony, okay? okay. Uh, so, you know, they would send, they would send convicts from, you know, Britain and stuff over, over there. Like, yeah. just like, get them out of here. You know, yeah, there's right. no room. Right. Uh, 
they, most of them were not hardened criminals. And most of them weren't even locked up. They were just out there working and like building up this colony and whatever. And 20% of them were women. Hmm. And on the very first ship, which by the way, took six months to get there. And everyone that was a prisoner was chained below deck the entire six months. Right? God. There was one woman that they talked about who was 70 years old that got sent to the, the, the penal colony because she stole cheese to eat. Keep the cheese <laughs> to yourself. She stole a 70-year-old woman. They, nobody even lived till 70 back then in, in the 1700s. Cheese. So, yeah. It must have been expensive cheese. It must have been good cheese. <clears throat> oh, my God. Yeah. I have more. <laughs> About the penal colonies? A little bit. <laughs> Why are we talking about the penal colonies? Because it's like, you know, we're following like a path. All right. So all right, the seven-year-old went away. Mm-hmm. What else happened in the penal colonies? All right. Here's the deal. So even though they weren't locked up very often, only about 6% of the worst prisoners were locked up, like the real murdery guys. Everybody else, they were pretty much free, might have irons on their legs sort of thing. But the punishments there were really brutal. So for the slightest... Um, wrong thing that you break in the rules, like the slightest infraction, right? That's a thing, right? Yeah. Okay. You would often get whipped with the favorite weapon of the time, which was the cat of nine tails. Up to a hundred lashings for nothing. Yeah, that seems like that might end your day. Yeah. Well, they said after five lashings, you were bleeding and a lot of times you would get a hundred and they, there's this image of these people that if you were able to walk away from that, your boots were full of your own blood. Ugh. Sloshing away. Wow. See, you got to follow these little little rivers, rivulets. Little rivulets into bloody boots. I just need to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the funnest part about looking things up. It really is. Spining the blood. You got to, you got to, you got to uh, follow the blood trail to more, to more blood. To more blood. Well, there's more blood to be found. Yeah. So you can talk now. We've had three very long pauses in a row. We'll put a funny so- a sound in there. Okay. What kind of like a like a bong? Boing. Like a boing? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, cool. Anything else you wanted to say about the... Only that you're up, Joe Miller. <laughs> Australia. Um, actually, have you ever been to Australia? No. It's <laughs> a good impression. <laughs> all right, well, are you ready for mine? I'm ready. All right, here it goes. If you're looking for something now, leave no stone unturned. Yes, 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 yes. How much Give it na- to me. How much you know about this one? No stone unturned? I mean, nothing. I just thought it was really literal. It's uh, it's sort of literal, mm-hmm. but it's got, a, it's got a very specific origin story. Okay. All right, so what does it mean? I Just check everywhere. Check every single spot, definitely under the couch, because when you get that weird bounce, you're like, it's not possible that it's that far under the couch. And it always is. Always is. What is the deal with that bounce? Oh, no. Couches are gross. Or, the, or whatever. Yeah. Couches are gross. That's why I burned n- yours. There's always nickels down there, too. Nobody needs a nickel. So to, to do anything you can to achieve a good result, right? Anything you can to... Oh, okay. Yeah. Do anything no, you so, have to do yeah. to, make, to, to get the thing that you want. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so where do you think it came from, origin? To leave no stone unturned. Oh, my God. Jesus, when he died in the cave, there's a big stone in front of the door. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking about Easter. 
Oh, that old thing? Yeah, that's that's the cave that he was in. And is that what this is all about? No. I don't know. You know, like, okay, how about this? Detective Stone goes down, <laughs> goes in for a call, routine call. All right? Mm-hmm. Routine call. The farmer is sick. Detective Stone. And he says the only way to get better is if you find the key to the medicine cabinet. Yeah. But I lost it out there in the stone... Stone field. In the stone I've been hedge. growing. I've been growing stones for many years. Yeah. And there's a lot of stones now. I am a very poor farmer. <laughs> very, very poor. There is no medicine in the cabinet. Don't bother. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was, he was told to look under all those stones? Yep. Yeah. That's, that's not right. Yeah. That's, I, that's that a, would be crazy <laughs> that's if it was. Guess, though. All right. You, you're familiar with the movie 300, right? Come on, come on. Yes. All right, well, we're going, we're taking a trip to ancient Greece. Fantastic. Yeah, so fifth century Greece. And um, the, the, the battle that's in that with uh, Xerxes. Yeah, yeah, the, big, the Persian the big god, god king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. By the way, I, I wanted to make sure that that was like a, like Xerxes was like the way to say that. Yeah. Apparently, it's not necessarily correct but i had a really hard time finding any other way to say that xerxes yeah xerxes that's the way i've heard it right xerxes and then also the like the persian way is kashayarsh way different and then there's another way way that's like ridiculous sounding i want to show you but it's on the video clip it says it's copyrighted which i just don't oh shut up video don't really care about but it's like kikirkis kikikikirkis it sounds like all that. right, okay. But anyway, so so he was giant and made of gold. At that battle, um, the Battle of Thermopylae, Thermopylae, mm. they they lost, and the uh, three hundred guys and, lost. Yeah, and Xerxes was was uh, oh, oh oh. But then, so at the Battle of Thermopylae, Xerxes basically was like, I'm I'm done with this, but I want my generals to keep on because they wanted to take over Greece. Essentially. Right. Yeah. So he sent this general Mardonius to um, continue trying to take land. And there was this battle of Plataea where he was, he was beaten and, and killed. Okay. But, but apparently he had all this treasure and he buried uh, the treasure yeah, before yeah. he died. And it was, you know, legendary, like, oh, somewhere the treasure of Mardonius is beneath the ground. Wow. Yeah. So uh, there was this, this Greek uh, who's, who's kind of like a tyrant, but his name was Polycrates. And he bought the the field where the Persian army camp had had settled before Mardonius was killed, okay. and, and that battle was lost. And he bought it so he could f- look for the treasure, and he would just kind of you know look <laughs> everywhere and like keep on Get digging, the metal and detector, digging. <laughs> and he couldn't find it. So right. he went to the Oracle of Delphi. Sure, the the Oracle's gonna. Well, know. actually, I think the Oracle's in a uh, three hundred too. That they definitely do an oracle thing for sure. Yeah, they they were in the temple of Apollo, and they actually they're they're pretty cool because you know they were very mysterious and apparently the um uh, whatever the uh, the the high priestess of the oracle, which was whose name like Pythia, mm-hmm. they would um Apollo would talk through them, and they would kind of talk in gibberish, uh, supposedly. Mumbo and jumbo, you talk mean? Mumbo jumbo. All right, and it had to be interpreted. And then, uh, so basically, he uh, he told. Um, I'm sorry, I'm 
fucking this up. <laughs> I'm no, trying no. Trying to gain some clarity here. You are there. <laughs> All right. You are there. Open your mind's eye. Mind's eye. So Polycrates asks the oracle, "Where the hell Where is, the, is treasure the treasure of Mardonius?" And she responds, "Leave no stone unturned." And right. so I was like, "All right, cool." I'm going to go back just and just every keep stone like, yeah, so in the world. That's he, not, that's very vague. He, I, you know, that's kind of what I was thinking. So he eventually finds the treasure. Oh. That was it. But think about that advice. And that was it. He's like, oh, oh I just. Now that I found it, it's less exciting. You just literally had to look at un, look under more stones. Right. But he, sp- he spent too much time digging. Too much. Yeah, you need to just. Just roll the stones. Roll another roll of the stones. Right. So eventually he found it, and, and basically that's where that comes from. But mm-hmm. it didn't show up in English language until the 1550s. Okay. And uh, it's believed that that was a derivative of leave no straw unturned, because in the Whoa. Middle Ages there was straw that covered most of the floors of the places. Okay. And, and that would be way more difficult to look at every, every piece of straw. straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Right on. And then everyone was, you know, very in good shape and killing each other. And there was that hunchback. Rock solid six packs. Mm. Huge tracks of land. <laughs> penises. <laughs> Huge penises. They can go all night. It was quite unbelievable. Yeah. But uh yeah, that was that was pretty much that was pretty much it. And um who's your favorite god? Oh, well, I mean, right now I'm very Abraxas. I'm oh, leaning very right. much still towards Abraxas. Yeah. I guess that's not a Greek god, though. Well, you didn't say Greek god. I meant Greek god. Um, I'm going to go with uh, the favorite. Who's the god of death out there? Uh, are you talking about Hades? Yeah, the one I couldn't pronounce years, the underworld, like, a, a while ago. Oh. Well, who's the god of death? Oh, Hecate? Hecate, yeah. Yeah, that's the one I can't, I couldn't say. You know, when I was in Greece um, visiting my friends, uh, Constantine and Aristea, in Crete, you can go to the ruins of King Minos where the Minotaur's maze yeah, was. Dude, I need to know. You know, supposedly existed. I need to and, know more about that guy. And I was standing on the ruins and I'm like, oh my God, the fucking Minotaur was here. was here. And he was just like, Go ahead, try to come in. You're gonna get fucked up. I mean, how the fucking Minotaur? Oh, I'm amazed. Could you imagine? It's amazing being it's down amazing here. It's amazing being in the maze. <laughs> I just... just give me one minute, Tar, to explain <laughs> why amazing it is. How amazing it is. Why amazing? How amazing? There's gold and all sorts of meat down here. Oh, the meat. Yeah, so much good meat. Let's but, do a Minotaur episode. You know, mean you mean a Megasode? Megasode, yeah. Where we just talk about mazes and Minotaurs? Yeah, yeah that'd be fun. Yeah, I could do that. Right. Um, yeah, man. Hey, I'll tell you what. If you don't have any other sneaky facts over there, you know what's coming up after this episode. What? Episode 10. Episode 10. The big right. fat hen. We, uh, we still kind of need to discover. <laughs> discover. What the fuck? We still need to figure out what we're uh, what we're doing, what we're doing that's going to be special for episode ten. Or are we just leading you to think that we don't have any good ideas, but we really have the best ideas ever? Oh, we do have some really good ideas. Either way, you don't know. I know one of them. Oh, we got that good one. That is good. 
We still need to get that mic so we can uh, go on site at places. Yeah, the traveling mic. Let's order it right after this. After these words from our sponsor. Oh, times are tough on Times are tough. guy's wallet. Times are tough. But the credit card. You can always get more credit cards. Oh, I'm, I'm happy to do that. As long as they're under your name. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. We're drinking Carta Blanca. I wanted to say hi to Chris for that. Oh, yeah. Carta Blanca is the Mexican beer. And it is the best beer. When Albert and I walked over the border into Mexico from, uh, what was that? What was the name of that national park? Big Bend. Oh, Big Bend National Park. Yeah, you Mm. go to Boquillas, Mexico. Oh, yeah. And uh, we got some Carta Blancas for breakfast and some tacos. And the guy that, that whose boat we rode in who's like, I drink some Carta Blancas this is the best beer. And then he did a little whistle thing, like that's pretty nice. And we tried learning how to do it for a while. We still can't. We still can't. But one day. But if you can, call in and we'll put you on the air. Yeah. Don't forget don't for, we we need to get more emails. Yeah, if that are, that we can talk about. We do get a lot of emails. Yeah, just all of them are They're a very lot boring. of profanity and we <laughs> really can't like we could say some bad words, but not all. Oh, not all those. <laughs> Too many bad words. Um. So anyway, everybody, you know, like, don't be a stranger. Don't be a Joe Miller. Yeah. Give us a call. And really, don't be don't an be idiom. Don't be an idiom. Either. Would have been a good time to say D- that. Yeah. But, oh, should we just say that then? Let's say it. Do, you have, do, we have, do you have any um, last, last things to tell the audience? Uh, it's been a great run. <laughs> Yeah, it's well, been really great. We'll see you never. Yeah, stinkers. We'll see you in the other su- on the other side. Yeah. Anyway, I hope you like the Spanish game show. If not, sucks for you. <laughs> so until next time, everybody. Yeah. Don't 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 In a city gone slap happy. Hey, Chief, where's the beef? You really stepping it this time, Miller. We all know that Johnny Motley is as crooked as a crowbar, but he's the goddamn mayor's son. You slapped that boy within an inch of his life. All in a day's work, Chief. No extra charge. That's right. Big Joe Miller, always the comedian. How's this for a joke? Knock, knock. Who's there? Your badge. Badge who? Put your badge in my mouth. You're out of a job. The last person to talk to me like that was my wife. My ex-wife. Where two-bit crooks are like ten-bit crooks. And they're just like everywhere. Joe Miller? Detective Joe Miller? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold your horses. Oh, I, I, uh, I thought this was a dream. You gotta help me, detective. They took my boy. My blue-eyed baby boy. <laughs> Thanks. I needed that. Do it again. One man decides to slap back. You ain't got nothing on me, Flatfoot. I'll never talk. Oh, you'll talk. You'll sing like a miner's canary. Thanks, Joe Miller. I'm the boy you saved. Ah, you're all right, kid. Get out of here. 
he's crude. You remind me of my ex-wife. Before she had kids. He's rude. No tip. And in like 11 weeks, he's coming to a theater near you. What the fuck is a telephone? Tell, 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 tell.